Ride the Vibes, a refreshing, fun, and informative experience. Join Steve and Winnie on VoiceTube Studios. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Ride the Vibe Show. This is your host, Steve. And this is your host, Winnie. All right, this is our very first episode. We're really excited to be here. We have some pretty cool stuff to talk about today. Well, why don't we start with um, introducing ourselves a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Steve. I come from the USA. I've been working I've been working in VoiceTube for about a month now. And I think part of the reason people were excited to have me on board was to create this podcast. Yeah, because Steve has been working on his own podcast. Yeah, it's actually, we finished our first one, we decided to quit, and we're starting a new podcast now that we know more about what we're doing. So we started the podcast, it went on for about a year, we realized that we made some mistakes, there were some positive parts, but we just want to start over now that we know more about how to actually record a podcast and all the ins and outs. Okay, but what happened to the first podcast? I mean, what's what's wrong about it? Um, we started off as being a purely video game podcast. Oh, and video game podcast. Yeah. So you're kind of like the podcast industry of PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. Um, although I think I did it with a friend. I wasn't solo, and we wanted to make we wanted to kind of like talk about video games as if. They were kind of like an art form, something that should be appreciated Uh because we thought that films and literature and books were really like um, taught. They were talked about professionally, but video games were sort of they have a lot of hate. There's a lot of people that are just like, ah, video games are garbage. They're kind of a waste of time. Yeah. I bought bought my Switch last year and Mm -hmm. the moment my dad saw it, he was like, why (laughs) why would you buy this garbage? I'm like, that's not garbage. (laughs) That makes me happy. What are you, five years old? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at how, how much effort these developers put in Mm -hmm. the, um, the video games, you know, it's, um, it's just beautiful, you know? Yeah, totally. And I mean, they're made for all ages too. So they're not, they're no longer just a child's like play toy, I guess you could say. It's now my time to talk a little bit about myself. Yeah, so yeah. I have been working in VoiceTube uh, for, I'd say, over a year now. I started out as an intern, like um, content really? editor intern. Oh. Yeah, I started out as an intern. And uh, starting the second month I was here, um, they put me to Pronunciation Challenge. Uh, I recorded more than 100 episodes now. And um, they invited me to be you know, working here full time. So I was like, yeah, why not? You know, you're giving me an opportunity to do the things that I want. So um, now we have homemade videos. I wouldn't say homemade videos, but they call it homemade videos. In Taiwanese. So I've been making videos with VoiceTube and now I'm doing podcasts for VoiceTube with you. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I actually had no idea that you started as an intern. I, for some reason, thought you'd been here for like two or three years. and just sort of did this job after you graduated it does feel like it's been three <laughs> years, you know. It's it, it, it's a lot of work here, but um, you know, it's it's definitely fun but draining, you know, as an as an editor and also as like a slash producer. I do a lot of slash, yeah. Also translator, <laughs> um, you know, just to let everybody know, I'm actually like the only translator here in VoiceTube, and uh, you know, I just translate stuff and you go through the stuff. Yeah, yeah that, although my Chinese is not so great, it's okay. So I yeah, can't. but we're like really good partners. I, I feel like like really good teammates. Yeah, we yeah. can figure out. We can usually work together to figure out what the tr- proper translation should be. And I always have Google Translate as a backup if I really need it. So. <laughs> yeah, um, you know the thing about Google Translate is that um, you know uh, uh, the last 
editor that was here, she always just types in um, the, the Chinese words and then she plays it out. So I can always hear Miss Google talking. <laughs> I can always hear Miss Google talking. Yeah, it, it's a puzzle when you use Google Translate. You need to start moving words around, start adding in words. It's it just English and Chinese don't usually translate to each other directly very well. Yeah, they, they actually, it's very, very different. Um, you know, translating is, is like that. It's not just English and Chinese. I mean, with different languages, it's, it's the same. It's very complicated. And uh, okay, so before I started working here as an intern, I actually did um, theater, children's theater, <laughs> which is kind of weird. And, um, you know, like a freelance translator, teacher, I do a lot, of, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But I really do like my job here at VoiceTube. Yeah, cool. I'm just I'm still getting used to everything. I'm still trying to figure out how re- how everything works. Mm-hmm. But I definitely like that I do many different things. I don't just sit on the computer and edit like sentences all day. Yeah. I do some writing. I write blogs. I do pronunciation challenges. We're starting the podcast. I edit subtitles. So you're making cool. me jealous. You're making me jealous. I think your job content is like definitely better, like more uh, interesting. I mean, maybe. I mean, I think you have the more like um, your job is more challenging, mm-hmm. I feel like, because you have all the like translation work. Yeah. And, and... Like, tech stuff. I feel like <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've tech stuff. I, I, I learned so much about apps and how, you know, they were d- created and developed. But it's that's pretty cool. cool you itself. know, it, it's a great opportunity um, I mean, a great stuff to to get when you're here, because mm-hmm. not only you're um, you're editing stuff, you're also learning stuff with you know the engineering and whatever stuff. That's too complicated. I don't know <laughs> how to talk about it, but uh, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. All right, so today we are here to talk about different culture relationships. We are um, because we're from different cultures. Well, um, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was born in Taiwan. It's just I was I, I grew up in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, my culture I would say is a little bit complicated. Yeah, you're sort of a product of two different cultures and mm-hmm. two, I guess, two different countries. So you're not quite. I don't know how you define yourself, but uh-huh. maybe you would say you're not quite Canadian or you're not quite Taiwanese. You're uh-huh. somewhere in between. Yeah. Those cultures. Uh, in college, I have this teacher. Um. Uh, he used to live in New York, and he loves uh, like uh, North American culture. So he just calls himself a banana, like uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> y- y- you know, yellow on the outside and white on the inside. So I-, I feel like a little bit of a banana, definitely a little bit of banana. Um, I sort of identify myself as more of a Canadian than um, you know a Taiwanese, but yeah, I mean, no. I love con- I love this country though. I'm know. curious, why would you say that though? Why would you feel more Canadian than Taiwanese? Uh, well, I wouldn't say um, Taiwan is not a better country than Canada, but I do feel like when I was traveling in Canada, I feel like I am more myself. Uh, do you know? Do you know what that means? Um, I feel like I'm more relaxed there, and I don't have to constantly worry about a lot of things, which um, you know has something to t- uh, uh, which is related to what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the LGBT and also I feel like it's a, um, it's a freer country in Canada. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I guess I love both countries. I mean, I'm from the USA, but I also, I do love Canada. Cause you live very close to, to Canada. Yeah. Right? I'm from Maine, which is right on the Canadian border mm-hmm. or touches it. And I think the one thing I really miss from North America is just all the wide open space in the oh, nature yeah. and just sort of that freedom to roam. Like there's just so much space mm-hmm. where there's not really a lot of people. It's not a very, Canada and the U.S. are both not very dense. They don't have a lot of people. Yeah. Cause the, the land is very mass and yeah. 
you do get tall buildings and stuff, but it, you know, in Taiwan, there's like too many tall buildings. In Taipei, anyway, yeah. for sure. Taipei, for sure. Everywhere you go is just tall buildings and um, not a lot of sunlight. But I think it's probably just because of the weather in Taiwan. Yeah, if you were living um, in like Taichung or somewhere in the south, you'd have plenty of sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in uh, Canada. I think it's because I went there in August, so the weather was like oh so good, mm -hmm. and it was a lot drier there. So I think it's just overall, you know, nicer. Yeah, there. But yeah, I mean, I was born in Taiwan, so Taiwan is my country, you know. But I I just grew up in Canada, and most of the things that I read and uh, you know the music that I listen to, it's it's basically just like American music. Or I wouldn't say American music, but like global music. Most of them is in English. Yeah. Okay, so more like Western music, I guess you'd yeah, say. Yeah, Western culture, and I I only watch um, TV series um, from the Western world. I don't really watch like Taiwanese drama or like K drama. Is that how you call it? K drama. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I don't I don't really watch K drama or like Japanese drama or. J, J drama. Do we, call, J drama. Do we call it J drama? <laughs> we might have to ask the Japanese our Japanese coworkers yeah, on we, that one. Yeah, we I'm have a sure. lot of Japanese coworkers here. Well, um, for me, I like I said, I don't watch a lot of like Taiwanese dramas and stuff. But recently, I've been noticing Taiwan is actually producing um pretty good Taiwanese dramas lately. Uh, like Oh the and Ibaqing, I've been noticing that they've been putting more effort mm -hmm. into uh, the scripts and the stories and, um, you know, the concepts they're trying to convey. So I've actually been watching a little bit more of Taiwanese drama lately. Um, have you watched any Taiwanese drama or know any um, Taiwanese drama? No, actually, I don't really watch much TV. I'm more of a movie person. And I really got a, I got obsessed with Korean movies. I think Korean movies are really awesome. Oh, because you you stayed in Korea for, for yeah, a while, right? I lived in Korea for two years, uh -huh. and I think Korea has a Korea and Japan both have such an awesome movie industry, mm -hmm. and I just love Korea Korean movies. They vary from everything. They've got like horror movies, they've got action, they've got comedy, cop movies, yeah, cop yeah. movies. Uh, they got yeah, they have some of that. Um, I guess you'd say like crime movies about maybe like bad guys who are stealing drugs or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that sounds stuff. like uh, the movies in Hong Kong. You know how. Like, they always make these cop movies with mm -hmm. Jackie Chan, you know? Like the like, Kung Fu. Yeah, the the Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the the cop, and they sort of put martial arts, you know, with the Kung Fu together, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to be talking about different culture relationships. So you grew up in Canada. Uh, no, I grew up in Canada. You grew up in, in the States, and you are now in a relationship with uh, Taiwanese? A Taiwanese girl, yes. Yeah. I've been we've been dating for about eight months now. Eight months. Eight months. Okay. Is that the reason why you came to Taiwan? <laughs> no. The reason I came to Taiwan is I was here on a vacation when I lived in Korea. Mm-hmm. And I was just really floored by the awesome nature here. There's so many great mountains and I love to hike and the friendliness of the people. So when I came here I really had no um I wasn't against dating by any means, but it wasn't my primary reason to come here. Mm -hmm. But it just sort of happens that I've fallen in got into this relationship. Mm -hmm. But I've been in Taiwan for three years, so yeah, well, it was yeah three years. So it wasn't my it wasn't my main reason to come to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And you said you lived in Zhanghua, right? Zhanghua, yeah. <laughs> and now you live in Taipei. So yep. like, um, I think we can talk a little bit about that. Sure. What's the difference? 
Uh, it's a huge difference. Changhua is a really small city. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 250,000 people. It's really close to Taichung in the center of Taiwan. It's next to like Nanto and Taichung and like Yunlin. And it's really small. I mean, there's not a whole lot to do there. Mm-hmm. The buildings are definitely older. <laughs> so when I lived there, really all we did is we'd go bowling and go to the bar. And those are really the two oh, things. Go- bowling and going to the bar. Oh, you're making me jealous. That's that's a pretty good life. It's not bad, but <laughs> you, you got to get used to doing the same thing every week. And there's not a whole lot of people to meet in terms of foreigners. And mm-hmm. at that time, my Chinese was much worse than now. So it was mm-hmm. actually very hard to um, read menus and get used to the culture there. So you had a hard time basically just communicating with the locals? Um, not as far as like ordering food. I was pretty good about studying some Chinese, but I mean, I was my Chinese was very basic, so it was hard to necess- It was hard to make friends. I would say. Oh, because not a lot of foreigners there. No, but it was a really great. I think the advantage of Changhua was it's right in the middle of Taiwan, so it's a great place to travel around the country. Oh, that that is true. You know, it's um, it's faster for you to get to the north and. A lot faster for you to get to the south. Yeah, I went to Tainan a lot. I've been to Kending, okay. Pindong. So. so are you like a like a sea person or like a mountain person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, both. Because I mean, I grew up, my my hometown for the first 25 years of my life was on the ocean. Oh. It was always like a 10-minute walk, 20-minute walk. And we There's have like so beaches? many beaches. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Rocky wow. rocky beaches. I, I Oh, rocky beaches. That's kind of like yeah. the beaches in Taiwan. Yeah, but I think our water is much colder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently just uh, came back from Borque in mm-hmm. the Philippines. I love, I love the beaches. I love the sea. Um, I consider myself a, like a like a sea person, <laughs> like a sea lady. I love, mermaid. yeah, mermaid, <laughs> mermaid, but not not that cute. <laughs> not probably not that cute. Uh, maybe like a like a manatee. Hi, 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 Nioma. Like a like a manatee, you know. Yeah, something something like that. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! But you haven't answered the question. Are you like a sea person or like a mountain person? I'd like to think I'm a bit of both, just because I lived near the ocean for so long and I still love the ocean. But I also do a lot of hiking, so I actually probably spend more time in the mountains these days. But I'm a I'm a sea and mountain person. Okay, a sea and mountain person. So not Aquaman. More I'm not like... Aquaman. I'm not Mountain Man. I'm a little <laughs> bit. I'm a hybrid. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm definitely a sea lady. I love the sea. Okay. So why don't we, uh, you know, go to the segment where I ask you a lot of quick questions. Sure. So I guess this sort of is like a lightning round. We're going to ask some questions and you try to answer the questions without taking too much time to answer them. They're very spontaneous. I don't know her questions. She doesn't know my questions. And we don't know any of the answers. Hopefully, I know the answers to my questions. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll go first. All right. Okay. So um, how many countries have you stayed in and which one inspires you the most? Stayed in as in traveled or lived? Uh, lived. Right. lived. Over three months. If you stayed in that country over three months, then you stayed there. Um, I lived in, I've lived in three countries for more than three months, being the USA, Korea, and Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Which one has inspired me the most? That's Mm -hmm. a really hard question. Mm -hmm. All three, but I guess I have to say my home country, the USA, just because I think there's still so much I have to do there and I'm still, I sort of think about it a lot and it's sort of my home. So the States is like huge. Yeah. And there's still so many national parks Mm -hmm. and places I haven't been. So I got to give it to the USA. Even on this island, it's like, it's not, 
that big of a country. <laughs> There's still so many places that I have to visit, you know. Yeah, no, it's true. Taiwan, Taiwan's got a lot of amazing stuff to see. All three countries are very inspiring, but I got to go USA. Uh, yeah, hometown. You got to root for your hometown. All right, your turn. All right. Uh, what was your best childhood memory? Best childhood memory. Oh, you're going to love this one. So in Canada, we do a lot of blueberry picking, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I had my childhood in Canada. And uh, so uh, me and my mom and my sister, we went to this blueberry farm. And the best part is not about the blueberry picking. Is The best part is actually, you know, on the, on the ground, on the, the, the messy ground, we found a stick that is perfect for a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> that is like the best memory. So in the end, it's not about the blueberries, even though the blueberries were really, really good. I love blueberries, but the wand is the best memory. Wow, cool. So yeah, I forget you're a little bit younger than me. Harry Potter was, uh, that was more when my, I was in middle school and high school. So yeah. for you, I guess it was probably more like elementary school. Yeah, elementary school, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think I wouldn't I wouldn't say your generation, but I think the older the generation, <laughs> I think you guys like uh the Lord of the Rings better? Um, you know, as a kid, I don't know if I want to say this, but I was just obsessed with Pokémon. Oh my god, you're <laughs> obsessed with Pokémon? Cuz at that I'm time I'm obsessed with really? Pokémon as well. Pokémon Red and Blue just came out when I was in like grade 2 and grade 3. So like 3 years of my life were Pokémon. I loved Pokemon. My favorite is, you know, definitely Pikachu and Eevee. I actually have a like a Eevee doll stuffed animal in my in my drawer. Nice. I gotta go yeah. Pikachu over Eevee, but my favorite Pokemon, that's hard. Probably Gengar. You know Gengar? Oh, the I ghost? loved Gengar when yeah. I was a kid. I actually have like a bucket of figures of Pokemon. Uh, my mom spent quite a lot of money on that. <laughs> it's my favorite. But she gave it all away. I'm like, Mom. You know how much money we can we can get from that bucket of Pokemons? Yeah, when I was a kid, we all wanted that Charizard card, the holographic oh, yeah, the Charizard. Charizard. That was the I, most expensive. I, I had the cards when I was younger. Pokemon was just childhood. All right, well, question, wait, your turn. All right, my turn. So, favorite movie? Oh, that's such a hard question. Uh, <laughs> I think I just got recent, one of the interns recently asked me this as well in the meeting. Um, favorite movie might be Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. It's a really adult movie made by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta, Bruce Willis. Um, who's the who's the girl's name? Like, uh, uh, I know I can see her face. Yeah, I, I can see her face. In, um, Uma Thurman. Uma yeah, Thurman. U- Uma Thurman. Uma yeah. Thurman. Um, I actually, my, my friend told me that it was a great movie, and I was like, I've always wanted to watch it. It was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I watched the beginning part of it, and then it was removed from Netflix. So I never got to watch it. Because they have some of his other movies, like Django Unchained and Reservoir Dogs on there. Are you on on Netflix? Yeah, my girlfriend has an account. We just share it. That's what everybody does. Like Everybody just shares their Netflix account. Like I share my account with uh, three other people, and I basically charge them. So we're like sharing one account, so I only have to pay less than 100 each month, so that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a better deal. All right, well, question two for you is kind of similar. So who is your favorite movie character and why? My favorite movie character. Okay, um, does anime count? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, so um, I would say my favorite um, movie character is probably Naruto. Do you know okay. Naruto? I know a little bit. I know it's like a, it's a animation from Japan about a ninja boy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of... 
I didn't watch Naruto, but I've seen some other animes like it. Yeah, Naruto is like, um, you know, literally the best. I would say I love it more than Pokemon, just because Naruto is the nicest kid um, you're ever going to meet. Um, he's just so loving, so caring, and he's always about sacrificing himself. Not crazy kind, but like, he just loves people. Um, he was, I wouldn't say he was abandoned, but like the entire village, um, you know, the ninja village where he lives in, um, just abandons him and mm-hmm. people don't talk to him because they think he's a monster. But it's 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 not true, you know. Um, he's actually a hero because he saved the entire village. Something like that. You know, I just love how he's just so caring and um, he never really cares about how people treated him, you know. That's why that's why I lo- I, I love that character so much. Yeah, that's a that's really interesting and now it makes me feel like I should have seen Naruto before. You have to. It's the best. See, I thought Naruto was all just kind of fight scenes. Oh, there's like... a lot of fight <laughs> scenes, but you know, it's more about moral education. Okay. And it, it sort of like shapes your personality and characters. I feel like if you watch it from a very young age, Sadly, I didn't watch it until like last year, but it was so good. It was so good. Okay, so for animation, yeah, I think there was. I used to watch um, Full Metal Alchemist. Do you mm-hmm. know that one? The two brothers. No. Oh, that's a cool one. Wait, is it a anim- animation? Yeah. Is it in English? Japanese and English. Yeah, there's de- there definitely should be an English version. <laughs> <laughs> so is it my turn? Uh, yeah, it's your turn. Question okay, three. So you asked me about the uh, the movie characters. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna ask you something super random. Shoe size. Um, which way do you want it? You want centimeters, inches? Uh, like uh, US, US, uh, size. US size. My feet are eleven and a half. Ooh, eleven and a half. Yeah, they're actually quite big. Yeah, although you know, a lot of my friends actually have bigger shoe sizes. I have friends that have size thirteen, size fourteen. Absolutely. Are, are they taller feet. than you? No, they're about the same size. How tall are you? Um, one hundred ninety centimeters, six 100. foot three inches. Wow. I'm so. like a midget standing next to you. Midget. Because <laughs> I'm like 150. I'm not even yeah. above 150 centimeters. And yeah. I'm 190. Yeah, 40 centimeters is pretty big. Pretty big yeah. difference. A little midget. And we actually sit next to each other in the office. Well, yeah, when we're sitting, it doesn't seem so seem like such such a big difference. Yeah. I think it's when we're standing up that yeah, it becomes yeah. more apparent. During lunchtime, when you when you <laughs> when you stood up, I'm like always I can feel the pressure. Yeah, I always I always worry about that because when you're tall, you know, you think some people are naturally intimidated by tall people. Mm-hmm. Like I can just walk down the street or I can stand next to someone and sometimes I feel like there's people that are just intimidated by being some next to someone that's that tall. But what do you like about being tall? Yeah, I think my favorite thing about it is that I can see over people in crowds. And fresh air. Fresh air. Yeah. But you also bump your head on everything and anything. Yeah, that's true. Especially (laughs) in Asian countries, I think. You know, I haven't noticed it so much. I think it was more apparent in Thailand. When I visited Thailand, Mm -hmm. there were definitely some houses and buildings that were literally made for someone that's like 20 or 30 centimeters less than me. And so I had to crouch around, you know, like an awkward giant. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds kind of funny, though. Yeah, I'm sure it looked funny. Yeah. All right, so your turn. All right, question three. What would be an ideal Friday night for you? An ideal Friday night. All right, Um. so why don't we talk about my ideal Friday night in my 20s? Well, I am in my 20s, but like in my early 20s because I'm basically 25 now. So I can I can actually split that into two parts now. So in my early 20s, when I was still in college, um, I graduated about two, three years ago. Uh, before I graduate, the last 
two, three months of my college career, I've basically been partying every week, every mm-hmm. Friday night. Um, been drinking and also doing shisha hookah, I, yin. I still like it, but, you know, uh, for now, I feel like my ideal Friday night is just staying at home. Yeah, I find it, you go through phases, right? There are some mm-hmm. times where I just need to get the partying out of me, mm-hmm. but then you do it for, you know, three or four weeks in a row and you realize it's sort of the same thing and mm-hmm. it just destroys your next day. So then you kind of want to take a break. Yeah, because right now I feel like, um, you know, when you go party, the next day is basically just ruined. Yeah, like it you're is. just gonna be staying in bed, you know, all morning, and maybe after that you feel a little bit better, but you're still gonna be dizzy. Mm-hmm. So an entire day just wasted. And right now I have way more responsibility than before. Right. So I can't really mess myself up. So yeah, now I just kind of stay home. Um, if not, I just go out and watch movies, and maybe I, I I do still get a little drink, but just drinking. Yeah, with friends and we talk about life wow that that's getting dark all right (laughs) (laughs) the story is starting to get darker and darker and uh, i don't want the dark side of winnie starts lurking out where did my life go (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true it's true um i totally understand i think after not even after 25 like after 23 once you graduated things started to go down i wouldn't say go down but then you have to worry about um you know finance Mm -hmm. your financial status and then you got to worry about your career because you can't be just, you know, working and then not have a goal. Because it's very important that you have a goal, right? Even if you're working for a company, you do have to have personal goals in the company to make sure that everything is going, I, I wouldn't say going well, but going in a direction, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think people call that like the five-year plan or whatever, Mm -hmm. where you have to plan ahead for the next five years. I don't know if I agree that you need to do five years, but it's a good idea to have a general idea of what you want to do with your life. And that can be very hard after Mm -hmm. you finish graduating. Maybe it's hard to find a job. Maybe you have student debt to pay off. Maybe you don't. Thank God I don't have a student debt. So thanks. Thanks to my dad. I don't don't want to talk about that. Oh, (laughs) you you, you mean you you had a student debt problem? I still have some. I wouldn't say it's a problem now. It's manageable. But I still have, I think, 19,000 US dollars left to pay off. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. 19,000. Started at 50. So that's. Wow. (laughs) It took you like so many years, though. To pay it off? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, um, you know, you got to consider you're also, I had, well, I don't know why it took so long. I mean, I feel like I paid 30000 in about five years. That's a lot of, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money to pay towards it. Yeah. And I just started prioritizing saving a little bit money mm-hmm. instead. I used to have almost no money in my account. I just put it all towards student loans, but mm-hmm. I just didn't feel comfortable or safe. So I thought yeah. I should start boosting my savings account at the same time I pay it off, which meant yeah. paying off a little bit more slowly. Just to let everyone know, savings is actually very important. If you don't have any savings and, you know, anything happens to you, you're pretty much just doomed if you don't have any savings. You're screwed. Yeah, you're <laughs> screwed. Want to use the other word, but not supposed to use the other word yet. Beep. Is it my turn? Okay, this one is going to be super simple. Cookies or cake? Unless it's cheesecake, I go cookies. I don't like I don't like the frosting on cake very much. Cookies are so much better. Give me a good chocolate chip cookie, an Oreo or oatmeal raisin cookie mm-hmm. over cake any day. But I, the, the real answer is ice cream. Ice cream. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, cookies or cake or ice cream. Everybody's going to go for ice cream. You know, ice cream is the best. Mm-hmm. I, I love ice creams. Um, I love vanilla ice cream. How about you? 
Um, I'm crazy. I like the Ben and Jerry's stuff back at home. I like the mixture of flavors. But for a simple flavor, mint chocolate chip every time. Mint chocolate chip. All How right. You say that in Chinese. Is that a chocolate bohe? Chocolate bohe, like mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favorite cookie in Taiwan? Oh, in Taiwan? Yeah, it's really hard to get like those good soft cookies in Taiwan unless you go to Subway. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. Favorite cookies in Taiwan? I really like. Um. I guess they're more of a cake, actually. I, I, I really like the oh, pineapple cake. Oh, so now cakes. you're a cake person. Yeah, maybe in, Ta- maybe in Taiwan I'm a cake person, and in the U.S. I'm more of a cookie person. Because Taiwan has those delicious pineapple cakes. Oh, you love pineapple cakes? Those are good. Those are really good. You know, uh, for, for the pineapple cakes, I always feel like Taiwanese don't really eat pineapple cakes. They just buy it, and they just <laughs> give it to people. And if you received some pineapple cake you would eat them mm-hmm. but i don't think anyone would just go and buy pineapple cakes yeah i feel like they're always just in the tourist shops mm-hmm. yeah tourist shops except for evie our colleague she likes um, them she loves they're pineapple delicious cake. they're really delicious um i think i remember her saying she likes a pineapple cake from Ding typhoon oh i never i've never had that one specifically yeah. pineapple cake um this time when i went to uh canada newfoundland i actually brought a box of pineapple cake for the locals, they loved it. Yeah, I think a lot of foreigners they love pineapple cake. Yeah, because I think like for us, it's not something that we, we. I don't know. We don't have pineapple on a lot of special dishes like mm-hmm. that. We don't have like pineapple cookies and pineapple cakes. Mm-hmm. We do have pineapple, but I think that like Asia just does stuff with pineapple mm-hmm. that's more special than what we do with it in the West. I think they mix it with winter melon I in think the that, in the cakes in the in the center in the filling. That that's oh, the reason why. It's chewy. I don't know. I'm not like a pastry chef. <laughs> it's pastry. Why? Uh, we call it pastry. Yeah, right? pastry. Pastry. Is, yeah. Pastry is a bit like that. It's pineapple cake. It's English, In English, we call it cake. And when yeah. we talk about cake, we're thinking about you know sponge cake. But in, in Chinese... It is fully su. Su is something more more of a pastry. Yeah. Well, I think like in English, pastry is more broad. You can talk about cakes and cookies and brownies mm-hmm. and cinnamon rolls. All of those would be pastries. Basically yeah. baked goods. Yeah, baked goods. Goods. Okay, so do you want to explain this part? Like, why, why do we call it goods? Baked goods. Um, like, it's just, it's bread. It's cake. Yeah, I think goods just refers to anything that you can sell, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could say like, you know, um, like electronic goods. or Goods are just, a, I think, I mean, I might be a little bit wrong here actually <laughs> with our question. But I'm pretty sure goods are just something that you can make and that can be saleable, something that you can sell. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, remember, I, I remember when I was younger, when I was in Canada, uh, we had a party. At, when I, I was in elementary school, we had a party at school. And uh, our, our teacher was like assigning different students, you know, with what they have to bring. And I was assigned to bring goodies. I'm like, goodies? Oh, goodies, yeah. <laughs> what, what's goodies? I think in the end, I still didn't get what that meant. So I, just, I think I just brought some random cupcakes. So does goodies actually mean cupcakes? Goodies can mean anything that's sweet and something that's easy to eat, like a snack, like mm-hmm. a sweet snack. So goodies could be candy. Goodies could be cupcakes. Goodies could be cookies. All of those can be defined as goodies. But yeah, goodies are essentially any small food that's kind of a snack that would also be delicious. So I like, nailed it. You nailed it, yeah. Yeah, I brought cupcakes. Just to clarify, I would say apple, an apple would not be a goodie. Because mm-hmm. it's more natural. Goodies are definitely sort of something Processed. That, yeah, processed, delicious food that's bad for you but tastes really good. 
OK， 所以 goodies 呢，其实就是一些加工过的甜点食品，像是那些小杯子蛋糕啦。呃、uh, ，kind of like um the cupcakes that you can get in Seven Elevens， 就是那种小小的海绵海呃海绵杯子蛋糕那样。I love those. I'm not、uh, sure I know what you're talking about. I've seen a lot of bread in there. Does Seven Eleven have cupcakes? Yeah, they have cupcakes, like sponge、what? cupcakes, and vanilla flavored, and they don't have any frosting、um, on it, but it's so good. I'm gonna have to. You got to show me these because I don't know what they、uh, are. Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, I can actually buy some later today because it's really, really good. Yeah. All right. There's no more questions now. Oh, actually, there's no more. Yeah, that's we. Yeah, actually, we're, we were supposed to talk about the different culture relationships, but we were talking too much, and time is running out. So I guess we'll continue this topic in the next episode, right? Yeah, so we're gonna kind of consider this an introduction episode, a chance to get to know who we are, and we hope if you guys, sorry, we hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and by listening to the podcast, we hope it helps you improve your English.、Mm-hmm. So by listening, you're gonna learn some new English words. Hopefully, it's a fun way to learn English. You enjoy the conversation. There's kind of interesting, and maybe there's some new topics we can talk about that we can't talk about on stuff like the pronunciation challenge、mm-hmm. or the blogs.、Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything to add to that about why the podcast is beneficial to the listeners? Okay, well, the podcast is basically、um, it's different from、uh, well, of course, it's different from the pronunciation challenge、mm-hmm. because it's freer. It's freer, and you get to actually listen to、um, you know what we have. To say about a lot of different issues and different、um, topics, so、uh, yeah, well, you'll get to know that when we talk about the different cultural relationships in the next episode. And it's always fun to listen to other people's stories and learn from their experiences. Yeah,、uh, maybe the mistakes that we've already made, and we can tell <laughs> you、um, about it, and so you won't make the same mistakes as we did, right? And yeah, that's basically what、um, our podcast is going to be all about, right? Yep. So the podcast is much more freeform.、Uh, as you can see, we have a very vague script in front of us. We have some ideas, but we're not running off a script. We're not following any sort of like guide right now. We just know what we're going to talk about, and then we there's a lot of room for us to talk about different things. And if you guys have any ideas for podcasts or topics you'd like us to talk about, you guys should definitely、uh, get in contact with us.、Mm-hmm. How, how can they、Leave、contact some us? Leave, Leave some, some comments. comments. And you can definitely go to.、Um The Voice Dub website, and you can find me on Pronunciation Challenge, and you can actually click to my profile and send me messages, and also with Steve, because Steve actually got his own Pronunciation Challenge shows, right? Yep. So the first one will be coming out on the nineteenth, and、mm-hmm. then there'll be one or two per week after that. I think it's going to start at one, then it's going to move to two episodes per week. So you guys should be hearing those any time now. And I guess just like Winnie said, you can go to my page and contact me. Yeah, you can send us.、Um, we call it messages, but it's actually just emails on the website. Uh, 你可以寄信给我们，或是直接在那边留言啦，跟我们说你想听些什么。对啊。Yeah, I feel like I should know this stuff. Like I said, I'm still a little bit new to the company. I've only been here for I've been here for less than a month. Yeah, less than a so month. So I'm still trying to learn how everything works and how to maneuver around the website and everything. <laughs> yeah. 反正呢，就是呢，呃，在这个 podcast 上面呢、啊。我们会讲英文，主要的语言是英文啦。那可能讲到一些呃，可能都呃台湾或是跟美国都有的 culture 的时候，那我就会讲中文，然后我们去把它做一个比较，或者是需要解释的时候，我也会用一些中文。所以在这边是可以听到双语的哦。So it's a dual language podcast. 
It's a dual language podcast, and we hope you guys, if you guys are listening from other countries outside of Taiwan, give us some feedback as well. It'd be cool to hear from the people in the Japan market、mm-hmm. and the global market. So if you guys have ideas, we haven't forgotten about you either. So chime in, guys. We hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Ride the Vibes. We're happy you enjoyed the show. We want to take our conversations around the world to reach more listeners. It would be totally awesome if you could like, share, and subscribe. Please turn on the notification bell so you won't miss a single episode. And definitely get in contact with us if you have anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.